Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. We are back with another interview for the Stacked Supplement Podcast, and this time around we have uh, one of the more impressive, I would say I would say newcomer, but it's uh, they're, they're getting up there. They've been around for, for a little bit now, and uh, it is our HR Labs from uh, all the way from the UK, and we have uh, with us uh, the man behind the brand, uh, Liam. Welcome to the show. Hey, Shane. Thanks very much for having me on. So HR Labs hasn't actually been around for that for that long, has it? It's uh, when I was introduced to it. I don't think it. I, I uh, when you reached out, I don't think it had been you had been on the market for all that long that I can remember. Um, I think when we first spoke, it might have been the tail end of uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, the brand itself had only launched in in January twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, but so at that point, you're coming up two years. Um. Well, two years now. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, so this January will be the start of year three. Oh, well, yeah. So it's a. Uh, so the, I mean, I guess I I would say that's still quite young. It's hard to say with brands that come out every week now, but I would say that's still quite young. Pretty young, and for the first, um, so we launched it. We launched in uh, January 2019 with with uh, Defib our pre workout, um, and that was pretty much it. We launched with one product. Um, and some CBD oil. We got involved in that category, which has kind of migrated away from the sports nutrition industry now. I think you know, it's kind of it's kind of its own its own thing. But yeah. We initially launched with the CBD and the pre workout, and that was pretty much it um, for most of for most of 2019. It was only uh, towards the tail end that we started to develop the range and expand and and release other products. And that's when I first touched base with you when we were. Business yeah, I think the, f- the first thing we shared was uh, when you had news of uh, fever, the, the fat burner. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah, because you had, you had defib, um, fat burner, and you, you've, you've kind of expanded into these mainstream categories. But I think the most interesting part with the uh, HR Labs is that you're not really, a, it's hard to say, you're not really approaching these categories with your typical formulas, I'd say. And, and, and I know that it's, I do say that a lot sometimes, but I, I would say that's very true with HR Labs. Uh, but most notably, when you expanded your lineup, because your pre-workout, uh, uh, the original pre-workout was solid, was well-rounded and quite put together. But it wasn't until we started seeing those other things that I thought that I was like, okay, this is quite an interesting yeah. brand because it was very difficult to tell from the one. But with uh, the likes of Basic and and I think Fever, No Code, you really started showing. I guess a point of difference and and i guess when, when you're familiar with supplements it's very obvious when someone's yeah. doing something differently i think um i think with the with the pre-workout category certainly now even if you are doing something different it's, it's <laughs> never that different it's you not. know what i mean <laughs> okay, well, i've got this crazy pre-workout coming out and you're like oh what did you do and you you know you up a dose of a common ingredient by a couple of grams or yeah. you know you, it's um difficult to really innovate in that category now because it's, it's literally saturated you know i'm glad you um, admit that though because it's again there's so many people that i've you know i speak to them and they say oh dude i know it's crazy saturated but then the next month they'll be like but wait till you see this and i'll be like yeah. oh, for fuck's sake it'll be and it'll yeah. be that it'll, it'll be that it'll be a, a 10 gram citrulline or we're using something different here and i'm like uh i mean it has kind of been i haven't been surprised by anything in the pre-workout yeah, market. Yeah, no, I think it's it's, it's, it's it's difficult to do that. Um, I mean, the one thing that in the UK is quite 
um, funny, I think, is that from a UK standpoint, pre-workouts were never really a thing. Um, so, I mean, I prior to having HR Labs, I was involved with um, a company that um, did distribution for other brands. And literally all the pre-workouts that we sold at that point in time came from the US. Um, for the most part, because there was nothing in the UK, you know? There wasn't any domestic pre-workouts. Um, so it was brands like ESN, um, Gaspari, uh, Nutrex back, you know, yeah. talking back super pump days and, and no explode days. They were the only pre-workouts that were in the UK market. And um, the big UK brands at the time were all focusing on proteins, meal replacements, um, mass gainers, that kind of thing. I, I did um, notice so, that when I came to the, when I went to the UK for the first time, I think like five years ago, maybe four. Yeah. And it was, it was very much like that. It was very protein. Pre-workouts were a very small shelf, at least when it came yeah. to local brands. But over the last few years, that is, you guys have really ramped up the, the competition, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, there was a quite a gulf, I would have said, between the kind of US market and the UK market. Um, but certainly in the last few years, there's a load of brands in the, in the UK that are doing some interesting stuff. Uh, and, and, you know, now I think there's some, some brands that have got some really prominent you know products that stand out in every category in the uk now which didn't used to be the case you know it used to be looking across to the to the states for things like that so that's been really cool um and a lot of the bigger brands that did have a huge foothold in the uk market um a lot of them started kind of focusing primarily on functional foods so you know a lot of the big brands um Rightly so, I think, at that point in time, because, again, it was an untapped market, you know, but guys like Grenade, they used to be a kind of in-the-trenches um, sports Thermo, nutrition brand. Thermo, you know? Thermo did know that was there. Yeah, that was it, you know, and I mean, they, they had a full range. They had, you know, their, their pre's, their intras, their, um, you know, they had uh, mass gainers, proteins, everything like that. Um, you know, I think they kind of led the way when they started with their, with their bars, you know, their RTDs, energy yeah. drinks, and then a lot of the other bigger brands, um, kind of went in that same that same way. It was all about you know supermarket shelves and garage forecourts, and so in the UK there was this kind of space left where, all right, great, all these brands that we used to use, the, the gyms used to sell, you know, there's there's nothing there anymore. There's a kind of there was a gap certainly for people doing stuff for you know your kind of hardcore guys that train bodybuilders, you know, strength sports, all that kind of thing. The bigger brands have kind of gone towards the, you know, the mainstream marketplace. And I think that's where I think HR Labs fits in really well because, you know, we're focused on people that train and people that train hard, you know. Yeah. It's certainly with a lot of the products like Fever, for example, and um, like Level Up, our intra, um, the price point is is beyond what, you know, your general kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. consumer is going to want to pay. Um, not intentionally so, but it's just the formula comes first, you know, because there's people out there that want to, you know, they want the best product that they can get or, you know, the most effective product they can get in that category. And, you know, the fact that it's that little bit more expensive, they're happy to pay for it. Um, and I think in, in the UK, certainly, again, over the last few years, the average consumer is so much more educated now. Yeah. So you'll get guys picking up products and it's a thing now. Oh, check the panel on that. And I mean, if you go through Instagram and you see the comments from, you know, your, your normal guys that are going to gym and training, they're saying, holy shit, look at the panel. 
That was never a thing at all. You know, I'd never yeah. heard anybody say that phrase two years ago. He said to somebody, hey, what do you think of the panel on that? They'd be like, what are you talking about me? What's the panel? <laughs> you know, like literally they would. Yeah. Like the for- and then you go, the formula. All right. Oh, no, it tastes good. And that was it. That would be it, you know? That was that was all that people were looking for. I think, you know, taste first and foremost, and price. But um, don't get me wrong. Those two things still kind of reign supreme. Um, but certainly people are now picking up a product. They are more educated. I think a lot of that's down to do with brands as well and social media. Um, there's a lot of good content out there. You know, things that guys like yourself do. Um, you know, it's easier for people to kind of educate themselves and, you know, have an idea of what things are all about. They realize what's a good product and what's a bad product for us. And I, I don't think that used to be the case. Yeah, I would say the UK was caught, kind of... It, it didn't really feel like, like that. I saw that kind of transformation in the US, maybe 2015, 16. That with uh, when when Jim kind of surfaced, uh, the whole label transparency and dosages. People knew what was in this stuff, but they didn't really know. Oh, I need that much of this. I need that much. And then that kind of transitioned. Yeah. And then I guess the UK very much had the same kind of wave over you guys. But the thing I thought was really cool was that. In the US, you started seeing different formulas, fully dosed things. You, you, you saw a change in a lot of brands. They were like, oh shit, okay, now I got to put in the six grams. I got to put in the 3.2 and so on. But in yeah. the UK, you guys have reacted quite differently. You've started coming up with very different kinds of pre workouts. Like it's in the US, you can, you can kind of get you, you, you get used to seeing the same kind of stuff. But with HR yeah. Labs, um, Supplement Needs is another good one that I've liked in the UK um, where these guys are coming out with these formulas that I haven't really seen before or at least the combination of ingredients. Um, I think yeah. your, uh, your amino was a great example of that. Um, and even the breakdown of your pre-workouts, how you divided them up um, with the likes of basic, the whole sort of uh, you, you kind of daily thing. And it just, it was very it was a unique way of going about it. And it was quite nice to see because again, I was really used to the same old, same old, like the I think products like, um, products like basic saturation products, you know, there's so many different um, performance ingredients now that again, it comes, it kind of all stems off the back of your original workers, I think, where people would put a sprinkle of this or a sprinkle of that in a prop blend. And that's when people would first, you know, know about the likes of beta-alanine or, yeah. or, or betaine or, or whatever, you know, but they didn't, again, they, they weren't sure what an effective dose was, um, you know, the research behind it and, you know, where it really needed to be at. And I think, again, as people have become more educated and, you know, brands have started to think, okay, if we're going to have to kind of be a bit more transparent yeah. here, something like basic, you know, where generally the, the, you know, the clinical dose on on beta alanine being 3.2 grams, betaine and hydrous being 2.5, creatine being 5. A lot of people know that now, you know, and they know they should be getting that in every day. Um, and, you know, they might be doing so from their pre-workouts, adding other little bits and pieces together. So it just made sense to put all in one product. Um, and again, it's not like we were the first to do it. We weren't reinventing the wheel, I think. There was guys in the States Um yeah, there's a couple ghost, of ghost have got ghost size, ghost power um, size. Yeah, PF um, had something similar. They had uh, that Ergo Nine, I think it was. 
um where it's kind of like a daily thing where they put the the performance the saturation ingredients in the one um yep but i mean it's still at the same time it's, it's see with ghosts when they did it it kind of like they only have a pre-workout and then they have ghost size which is kind of like a daily thing yep yeah you, you you seem to have very purposely broken down your lineup in, in these sorts of ways like uh i guess like defibs your original pre-workout and then you've had the uh, the Heistum Riot Act. Everything kind of just seems to have its own place and seems to be structured around things. And we've tried to make um, to this point everything we've got. Like we, we love it if everybody that bought from the brand brought every product, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but we've tried to make you know that'd be great um, if everybody's if everybody's spend was the whole thing every month. But that we wanted to make everything stackable, you know. So we wanted to make um save save defib and right act you know that you don't want to be stacking them together you're probably going to have a yeah i was gonna say <laughs> you can but, how about you run down the lineup because again i know uh, a lot of people aren't very familiar with the brand it's, it's uk based but because you've only yeah. got like is it like six supplements all up I... uh yeah yeah so i mean we've got so we've got defib obviously which is our um all-in-one pre-workout yeah. um you know, takes all the boxes kind of daily use um we've got uh riot act which is our most recent release we just dropped that in december last year um we've been teasing it since august of last year but it just took a little bit longer to get it to market um and that's our kind of high stem you know extreme focus um pre-workout with the grandma canner in there which is a little bit different again um you know we've got novel stems like agelia africana in there I think it's like something that's used again more more prominently so in the in the um, in the UK than it is in the US. Um, yeah, it's the actual <laughs> it's the actual botanical extract that we use. The synthetic variant and the, and the botanical version are extremely different, you know. Um, so yeah, we've got we've got Defeb, we've got Riot Act, um, and then the next product we actually dropped, um, but for. Uh, reasons we won't go into we couldn't make a big splash about it in the u.s was um was level up uh our intro workout if you remember uh, <laughs> so so yeah we, we brought a level up which is actually a really cool product um it's a kind of an intra carb um but with loads of kind of uh performance-based ingredients yeah see that was the other in there as well there's another one i thought was interesting was just that sort of again it's the the intro workout okay it's just a different approach you didn't just throw carbs it wasn't just perform it was again and, and it wasn't uh it wasn't amino based that's what i thought i was surprised at because usually intra workouts they are i mean typically eaas and hydration that's really kind of what you get that's but really it yeah you kind of bought back I think a lot that, about um that old school i would say uh back from uh kind of not necessarily Celtic, but size on days where you had these big beefy carb based intros. And that's what, that's what level up was. I thought it was very interesting to see. Yeah. I probably formulated level up for myself. Um, Cause despite, I mean, I don't compete or anything anymore, you know, but over all the years I trained you know, competitively as a power lifter, I would always use a hell of a lot of carbs. Um, and I was having to go again, <laughs> I was having to go to the U S to buy those products um you know to, to fuel my training there was nothing in the uk market really um i'm a big fan of cluster dextrin a big fan of deribos um you know in terms of uh volume training and or you know training for prolonged periods and i thought right 
nobody's really doing anything like that. So rather than bringing out another amino, because again, it's a category that's saturated. Amino amino products tend to win out on taste, you know? Yeah. And again, you can get an amino product, oh, it's got 10 grams of EA, 5 grams of branch chains, or there's, there's, there's not a great deal um, to, to kind of, you're splitting hairs, aren't you? Yeah. Um, whereas I thought with something like Level Up, certainly in the UK at the time, it was just there's nobody really doing anything like it. Half the reason is probably because it's got a retail value of fifty four ninety nine. Uh, yeah. so it's, it's, that's, uh, uh, I'm assuming that's pounds as well. <laughs> yeah. So what's that going to be? Something like um, it's more. That's all I know. <laughs> Seventy five dollars or something like that. Yeah. It's actually amazing how much of that stuff that we ship to the US, though, actually through the retail site. I wouldn't be surprised because a lot of um, again, it's a it's a very old school category. Like the intra workout market was, it was kind of was it wasn't until Extend came about. I feel that and 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 Extend basically called itself an intra workout, and then I guess people just started doing aminos with hydration for intra workouts. Yeah. Whereas before then, it was very carb based, endurance based things that actually like noticeably powered you through performance wise and i guess yep. maybe aminos just became synonymous with intra and that category is i guess it's almost faded and it's very difficult to call like level up even though it's an intra workout i mean I, I wouldn't necessarily call those amino bases the same kind of thing like they're both intra workouts no. but they're not the same they're not remotely the same i think peri yeah, workout exactly. was the thing that came about uh, Perry workout was the term that um, what's his name did uh, John Meadows when he did his uh, he did he his did, pre pre intro and post yeah he, yeah he did his and he did it was intro MD and that kind yeah, of yeah, brought yeah. back the whole carb fully dosed performance support and he didn't call it intro and I think that was I wouldn't be surprised if that's why he did it he called it a Perry workout because I guess maybe he didn't want to be roped in with the aminos but. Uh, yeah, level yeah. up again is uh, again, it was, it's just, yeah, that was just another big one that I think stood out to me is just well put together, well formulated, and not your typical, not your typical intro, really. Um, so yeah, level, level up, um, formulated then to stack that with if people choose to do so, uh, no code, which is our that's your amino, isn't it? Yeah, sorry, yeah. it's, I mean, we do have ideas in the pipeline to do a more a, a more typical kind of amino product i guess but we're not we're, we're, we're kind of not going there at the moment because we don't want to just do the same thing you know um yeah. I, I really find um especially as a kind of emerging brand to bring out something that's exactly the same as another 100 products in the marketplace it's extremely difficult to compete you know um I can become- if it's just the same I think it becomes one of those things though, where like, I remember um, a lot of big brands or brands that are big now, they would say, oh, we don't want to do this and we didn't want to do that. But when they become so popular and so, I guess, in demand, that it's kind of like Redcon 1 when they did their basic lineup. I don't think yep. if I had said to them three years ago, you're going to do a basic creatine, it might not have been that interesting. But I guess now that they cover every single category, why not yeah. if the people are going to be buying a basic creatine then like you said they may as well buy it from you so i guess yeah 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 there are things you kind of have to do well not necessarily have to but that makes sense even if you don't want them. especially if people are i mean if you're somebody shopping on somebody like redcon's website 
and they want a creating product because the creating there, they're gonna have <laughs> yeah. a cart, you know? Yeah. It saves them going elsewhere. They've got like literally the full the full kind of they got everything full shop there. So you know they're gonna <laughs> add things to cart. It's just if and if having a basics range makes perfect sense, I think, when you've got to that point, you know. Yeah. Um yeah, but no, no code. Again, I remember you'd said it at the time, which was quite cool. You hadn't ever seen anything like it before. Um we were in the amino route with the amino nine, obviously. Um, compound solutions. I really like that ingredient again. Um with additional leucine. Uh, and then but what made it different is we added in the 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 gram and a half of um bicker acid and we added in the the 750 milligrams of, of phosphatidic acid yeah. um and it was actually whilst fla- trying to flavor that product that i realized why nobody else had ever done it before <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it was <laughs> it's only ever in capsule form that you tend to find those high doses of, of, of picker and pa because they do taste awful they really taste bad um but fortunately we managed to we managed to mask it you know um and what we've got there is, I think, it's a really well-rounded MPS product, you know. So that's again, we've kind of rather than market as an intro as an amino, we've marketed as more as a muscle muscle protein synthesis product because yeah. um, that's what it is. Uh, and again, it's uh, proven MPS through different pathways, which I thought was quite cool because people normally just go down the amino route and exclusively, and that's it. So it's um, it's something that's been pretty well received as well um and it's something I, I always think if you can use a product for a month or so and you actually notice the difference from it then it's worth your money you know oh yeah um even if it is again it's got that slightly higher price point but you could buy a product for half the price and it's like flavored water you know it's got five grams of brand chain amino acids in it and it tastes like your favorite drink and i just i've never seen the point in products like that and i can't understand why a consumer would want to would want to waste their money on products like that i think it's uh the the price point used to be a problem i had this discussion with um one of the guys that worked with chemix and black magic and his discussion was about that premium premium supplements been and and uh i had this wasn't necessarily an argument but i said to him i said the reason i think people have trouble trusting is because while there are brands now that sell you pre-workouts for like 60 us or 50 us the guys that used to do that actually put dog shit in there they didn't and there were brands who did these uh, expensive supplements way back yep. and they were just the money went to marketing the money went to the packaging and the formulas weren't there to justify the price and so i can imagine how yep. a consumer would be like they would get confused because again this is 60 that's 60 one's got really good ingredients one doesn't and if you're not familiar it's hard to tell whereas now i think it's different brands like hr you can charge that price point and there's a huge audience. And uh, again, in the US, I think it's very common now to see a pre-workout 45, 50, some I've seen at 60, uh, Apollon does a 65, um, yep. which those are back about three, four years ago. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have seen What's that. Happened? You wouldn't have seen that. I think again, it's like with the, with prop blends disappearing, um, you can justify the price point because you can say, well, look, this is exactly what's in it, you know? And um Certainly in the UK, uh, I, think, I think the US is very much the same. You know, if something's, um, you know, GMP, manufactured in a GMP facility, um, in, the, in, the, in the UK, we've got um, ISO 9001 um, and, and 
British Retail Consortium accreditation. So if you go to factories that are GMP, ISO 9001, and BRC rated, then it's almost a guarantee that, you know, what's on the labels in that tub, because they're, they're audited on such a regular basis, they, they can't, you know, yeah. fleece you. No, they can't, um, they can't underdose it or whatever, you know, they've got batches get pulled at random, get tested. I mean, I know a lot of, a lot of brands also batch test their own stuff and every, you know, yeah. to, to, to have those, um, those test results, those lab results there so that, so that people can see them. So they know they're being transparent and straight up. And I think that's a great thing. Um, cause there's for a lot, for a long time, you'd be competing against brands that, you know, were had prop blends or whatever. Yeah. And you knew fine well that what was in that tub and what was on that label were like completely different. But, yeah. You know, I mean, you, you, people would call them out potentially, but as another brand, you would never do that because um, it just looks like sour grapes or whatever, you know. Um, but it was frustrating. And I think now that that's kind of disappeared, it's a far more level playing field, you know. Um, if somebody comes in and puts something on a label and then you take it, it's a pre-work and it totally blows your head off and whatever, you know, it's, <laughs> they're going to get found out pretty quick. <laughs> so how well, that's the... only got 100 megs of caffeine in there smacks hard you know you just don't get yeah. it anymore do you I've, I've had that kind of feeling i remember there's a couple brands in the past that have sent me beta samples and i was like oh my god this shit is amazing right and blew me blew me away and then i, I and there was the first one that did it to me I, I, I and they said that the same the final version was the same as the beta and i was like cool don't need to try the final version and then i learned a valuable lesson <laughs> that uh, you should always always check the the final version versus the beta because whether it's production differences or whatever there's some yeah. huge differences and uh yeah I, i've tried somewhere i'm just like this doesn't even feel like the same damn thing the powder doesn't even look the damn same either but it's, yeah um, yeah it gets it gets different so how was the the 2020 for you because obviously the uk yes you guys had a tough time i think a lot of countries had a tough time obviously um well we're still we're still going through it right now so we've um april 14th isn't it or a april 12th Close is the is the, the, the preliminary date for gyms reopening um so gyms have been closed since um boxing day since uh yes yeah, since, since uh, uh, didn't even get the 26th of december um and then last year obviously last year we got locked down in march uh, and that was gyms closed from March the 23rd right through until um, July the 4th, I think it was. Um, so for the best part, four or five months. And then we were only open again for a few months. Things were just beginning to get back to relative normality in, 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 in industry terms. Um, and then we were shut down again for the whole of the whole of November, complete yeah. lockdown, everything closed. Um but they went as far as in the UK, a lot of, a lot of, it depended on which, which council or which kind of district you fell within. Um, some of the supplement stores were allowed to stay open because they had a, you know, a kind of understanding um, council and trading standards body and they would be, you know, okay, you're a food, you're a food reseller, that's great. Um, but other ones, other councils in certain cities, you know, they were shutting down the supplement stores as well. So literally overnight as a brand, you know, your kind of your uh, your your retail avenues were completely taken away from you. You just had you know online sales, and that was it. 
Um, and then unfortunately, again, for, you know, for the gyms, the gyms and the, and the supplement stores, you know, they were, sh they were shut down entirely. And unless the, unless a lot of the supplement stores acted quickly and moved online, which was great to see. So, um, you know, they did adapt, but it was, uh, it was a pretty, a pretty shitty year. Um, I mean, we, we came out of the blocks. We had a level up in the November 2019 and then January, it was, um, January, it was, it was, it was fever. Um, March was no code, uh, no code. Um, April was supposed to be basic. And then we got locked down completely. And that was it. We kind of, we didn't launch because no code had literally launched the week that we got locked down. So we, you know, we were like, here's this new product. And then it was just like, everything's shut, you know? I was like, ah, oh, shit, that wasn't really the launch that we wanted. But um, so we had to be kind of cautious. Um, and that's why, you know, for the last, yeah, from that point forth, we, we, we dropped, we did, we did eventually drop basic in May. Um, and then again, just when we were starting to build momentum, and we first teased Riot Act at the, at the Stacked Expo in yes. August. You know, it was supposed to come out straight off the bat. And then there was rumors again that everyone was going to shut down. And we thought, well, we don't want to invest a, a significant amount of money in a pre-workout, especially a high stim pre-workout when folk are stuck in their in their house training with um, yeah. exercise bands and ankle weights, you know? I, um, was, uh, I, I was not, I was, I tried the, the at home shit for like, <laughs> we did it for like a week. It was like, no, we can do this. We can do this. And then I was like, no, no. And then I just sat on my ass, gained weight for 12 weeks. Well, I was adamant that I wasn't going to spend a fortune on I don't know what, uh, what it was like elsewhere, but in the UK, one of the best things that's ever happened to uh, equipment manufacturers is the pandemic. I mean, because yeah. the, the, the sales of, of, of home gym kit and even commercial gym kit. I mean, I've seen some guys furnish their garages with stuff that, you know, big, big gyms would be envious of. Um, it just went, it went crazy, but people started taking the piss and you, you know, you'd be getting like, oh, how much is the barbell? The barbell be a basic barbell that normally cost you a hundred pounds and it was there at 500 pounds, you know? And I thought Shit, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't getting involved in that. And I stuck to my guns to a point, but then again, being in, um, being fortunate enough that I've got friends that own gyms and, things i pulled a few uh, a few favors so by the end of the end of um may i had a barbell you know a couple hundred kilos of plates and some stuff that we could actually do a bit um and then i hung on to that and then when we've been locked down again we've actually now downstairs got a um a full power rack oh wow um, commercial bench <laughs> we've got we've changed the reception room in the house it's now a gym pretty much you know so if, if I can't, I was getting twitchy. If I can't train for a period of time, I just, yeah, I started yeah. getting... Uh... I was sad, mostly, because we were locked down um, from March. I think we were locked down similar time frame to you the first time in, in New Zealand, because we had to come back. Uh, we, were yeah. we were in Europe at the time. Um, we were from March to May, I believe. Uh, and it was, I, I was locked down from early March to late May. And then gyms didn't kind of open until, but when we were locked down, we couldn't buy anything online. We couldn't order. They didn't. Right, okay. So I wanted to, but when they said they were going to lock down on Wednesday, I was like, you know what? I'll go order myself a gym. 
and sure as shit, everyone else had the same idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And they were like, no, we, we don't have this in stock. And I was like, fuck. And so, and so I was kind of, I was driven, but it just didn't last when you don't have weights to lift and you just. No, that's it. But that's again, exactly we only had the one lockdown. So I haven't, uh, I haven't had the, the, uh, the unfortunate uh, opportunity to go in again. Um, but the, yeah, UK, the UK's version of lockdowns uh, is, is, is funny, you know, like you say, like you're saying, you couldn't buy anything. Whereas lockdown first time around here, you had 700 flights coming into Heathrow every day, despite the fact the country was oh, locked wow. down and people were still, you know, people were still traveling about, going to work. You could go, you could go if you wanted to do so. You could, you know, you'd go to the supermarket, go to the shops, do this, do that. The next thing it was, it was, um, it was quite lax, and I think that's why we we're now still paying for it. You know, um, it was, I was, we were fortunate because we're an island, and we've only got what. But four, remember, we're we're an we're an island as well. But you got you're a much more important island. <laughs> we're we're not that, we're in the middle of nowhere with five million people. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose it was, and, and we closed off flights. What the, the the few that were coming in each day. You, like you yeah. said, you have hundreds. We ours wasn't that big of a deal, but uh, yeah, it's a it was it was it was painful. But I'm, I'm glad that yeah, HR Labs is, you know we're still pushing through because again, you launch products throughout the year. Uh, Riot Act finally hit, which I'm still uh, interested to try. Um, it's a uh, yeah, it was it was a solid year again, despite everything that went on. Um, yeah, we were we were really fortunate that we launched obviously. The year prior, because I mean, if we'd launched, if we'd launched yeah. January 2020, yeah. I mean, I don't think, um, I, I don't know that we'd have, we'd have, we'd have, we'd have made it, you know. It was, a, it's a, yeah, because I mean, I. Know but that's you, been that being said, um, a good friend of mine, Clint, that uh, you'll know, that owns Naughty Boy. Oh yes, yeah. Um, those guys launched, and literally, like, yeah, they uh, launched. Uh, was what the November. last? Yeah. December. Um, I thought they you know, they, so they announced and launched themselves in like November or December. I don't think product were rolled out until late December, like early January. Exactly. So they literally had two months of oh, having yeah. Menace on the market. And then I was think like, about it. Yeah, they actually yeah. only were around <laughs> for the lockdown. That was it. Yeah, they wow. launched. They literally launched. And it, so absolute testament to them because um, that is scared to shit out of me if I would, if, if I'd, if well, I'd they, launched my brand then. They, they launched in, you know, it was November because they hit me up in November. Um, they launched November, December, and then rolled out January. So they would have launched full confidence and 100% effort, not knowing what was coming, which is the best exactly. thing to do. Exactly. So, yeah, now that I think about it, they, they kind of timed that, yeah, pretty well. And it's actually amazing how much they grew or managed to expand in that uh in that time, though, think about it. Yeah, because we had nominated them for newcomer of the year, because um, Glaxon was another one that kind of yep. rolled out in December, pretty much the same time as Naughty Boy, um, and they've done a phenomenal job at expanding as well. But it's, uh, yeah, it was crazy watching. It was surprising to me seeing how much brands still did in such an uncertain time, because for yep. me, I was like. I'm going to be taking time off. I'm not going to be doing anything. There's nothing. Yeah. And it was like the first week of lockdown. I was like, what the hell's going on? These guys are on fire. What's... And it, yeah. the first month, Sweden was, was booming. It was like 
they had a new flavor functional food protein something every day and i was like okay and then i you know you hear that how they they were handling the the lockdowns thing a little bit differently and i was like yep. and then the rest of europe kind of followed suit then the us kind of just piled it on i didn't have any break but it was fun at the same time but uh, yeah but you didn't get the holiday you wanted <laughs> no but at this when i didn't get a holiday but because i didn't do any exercise it was kind of like an extra hour hour and a half of my day so it was kind of nice that was my my relay my holiday that was your break per se it wasn't the holiday I intended because i was we were scheduled to be in the uk and europe for four months so it was a um yeah i'd a, remember because i was we were gonna we were gonna catch up and yes yeah that never happened i have i now have vouchers for all across europe and the uk <laughs> <laughs> which I'm, I'm praying stay stay uh stay okay but yeah that was uh yeah so I'm, so yeah you've filled out your line pretty well so far you've got the pre-workouts the the daily performance supplement uh the amino it it still seems that hr labs is sticking to those i guess I, I would like to say mainstream areas but you're doing different kind of things like you said your amino wasn't necessarily promoted as amino your intra isn't exactly the intro we're used to seeing uh, do you see the brand still as you move forward? And of course, I imagine there's plenty of things in the works with a brand like HR. I suspect you've got like three or four that you just don't want to say anything. Is uh, I can say a little bit. Um, we've got um, we've got uh, Ride On, which is um, capsule product with the um, the maca, the Vasil Six, uh, the black ginger extract. Um, the pomegranate huh. uh, in the capsule product, which we um, we announced the formula for you guys. Yes, I think it did. Last oh. month, maybe. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah. yeah, last month. So that's that again. That was ready for launch, um, and it's not so much the fact that we haven't uh, launched like, because well, I mean, of. Um, I was going to say, no wonder I haven't heard anything more. I hadn't heard an update on it because I was like, oh, you, you would have got that was during lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah. So that was that was all scheduled to be kind of launched in, you know, uh, February. That was that was ready to rock. Um, but then with Brexit, it, it's, it's caused a, a hell oh, of yeah. a lot of disruption. Um, really, at the moment, uh, getting it, getting anything into Europe um, is, is an issue. Um, and there's a there's a massive backlog kind of internationally. So. Any non-domestic stuff, I mean, coming coming over, um, be it from the states or, you know, raws coming from China and stuff. There's there's, there's massive delays. So, uh, right on, we were planning on and still hopefully are going to manage to bring to market next month. Um, but it's actually getting the the materials were ordered, and they're still not they're still not here yet. So that's that's kind of what's um yeah. What's well, going kind to of disrupt it? That, but everything. I mean, from from distribution um, into, into into Europe, uh, all my kind of guys in the industry that I'm you know friendly with that the import that have you know distribution retail uh, kind of partnerships with, with brands in the in the states or um, other brands that are trying to get stuff out into Europe to to distributors out there. It's it's just an absolute nightmare. Like it's just. I, I, oh, um, I noticed that because there was a few online stores that I usually shop through in the UK. Um, 
to pick up my UK stuff. And there's a couple that I saw in our first time I went in there, I had the, the banner across the top, um, orders no longer shipping to Europe. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so something's happened. Because literally everybody thought, oh, there's this trade deal. This is great. So it's going to be like normal. And for the first kind of week or so in January, everybody just acted as if, well, this trade deal's in place. It's all good. It's sorted and kept on shipping. And what the reality is that the media knew about the trade deal and, um, you know, there was this supposed agreement, um, which I'm sure is in place, but nobody told the countries that we were exporting to that this trade deal was in place, evidently, because customs were stopping stuff. Um, there was loads of issues surrounding paperwork, customs clearance, things were getting returned, um, things were getting, um, you know, seized. It was just been an absolute, an absolute nightmare. Oh, shit. No I mean, I, I know, I know, I know brands that have got like tens of thousands of pounds worth of stock sat at borders and it's literally just red tape upon red tape and paperwork issues and uh, back and forth to try and get these things sorted. So, oh, damn. Yeah, I, I, I assumed it was something very bad if, like, UK retailers would just straight up not send into the Europe. Because I remember speaking to a few beforehand and they were saying they hope something has worked out because Europe makes up a lot of their business, um, yep. both European brands that they stock and people they sell to in Europe. And so, uh, yeah, that's... Um, I think a lot of it might be, obviously, there's a huge portion of... Europe at this point in time is in some sort of lockdown. Yeah, that's so. So that coupled with coupled with Brexit, I think it's just been it's like overload. Um, you got to think if these customs guys, you know, if they're working on minimal staff because they've got people working from home and all that kind of thing, like in the UK, uh, you know, it's the vast majority of places certainly at the moment are on skeleton staff. So there's big problems, and you've not got the same team there to fix it. It's gonna it's gonna take a while. I think when relative normality resumes with the lockdowns being eased, I think then Brexit issues might start to be worked through and any teething problems will hopefully disappear as well, you know? I actually might have had experience because when I was in the Czech Republic, I imported something from the US and I thought it was going to be easy and it sure as shit wasn't because they sent me, it was a pre-workout, but in it, there was a, there was a, they've thrown a free shaker and a free hat and because they weren't overly customs weren't overly communicative they were like uh we need to know what's in the package and i said it's on the late it should be on the invoice like when they shipped it over and he was saying what's actually in the the, the pre-work and i gave them the list of ingredients and then they opened it and they said no you're wrong there was a a hat and a they called it they they had their description for shaker was something different so they shipped it right back <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, that you, I mean, people said put free stuff in packages all the time. I didn't think it was. I, I was That's it. Well, I, I, I know. So I imagine that the I've, red tape I've, that people are going through now might be similar, if not worse than, than that, just the difficulty. And that's on an well, individual even a retail basis. Order, if somebody buys, if somebody buys a pre-worker from, say France and then you without thinking put that pre-workout and then you throw a couple of samples of another product but yeah. then you don't list those samples on the um on the customs declaration yeah. and it gets inspected and there's a couple of free samples there then that that's enough for that product to be shipped straight yeah. back you know that's the kind of yeah 
that was in the, since then i was like you know what we're only going to buy stuff from the uk we'll buy it all from within europe if we, if we get anything yeah. <laughs> so now i'm hearing that if i go there it's hopefully it'll be better by the time i get back because yeah it was so the right ons obviously the the the, the pump formula you guys have coming out um and that's still very much workout based is that kind of the one of the goals i don't know right right on from well, yeah, it's a blood flow. It's 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 um, this to me. It, it is a pump product, um, but it's 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 so much more. <laughs> um, it's um, obviously with maca, with maca with black ginger, um, uh, black ginger being a PD five inhibitor, um, so uh, often used or touted as a natural alternative to Viagra. Um, or erectile dysfunction medication. Um, but that being said as well, there's loads of benefits. Um, studies now showing um, how it can improve immune health, um, energy output, um, general kind of vigor. Uh, MAC is very much the same. MAC has got studies showing uh, improvements in endurance, um, strength, again, sexual vigor. Um, basal 6, I love. Um, I think it's basal six and is really well regarded these days. Um, most people know um, or are aware of it, certainly. Generally, you see it dosed, uh, or certainly had been seen it dosed to 300 milligrams because yeah. all the, the kind of initial research had been done on that. On that right? um, but then anecdotally, when I was using it, um, I haven't spoke to to, to Matt and some guys over in the US um, they were saying we'll try to get a higher dose I found that once you get up to about a gram you know that's where things really start to happen um, I'm not a runner and this was actually I was actually chatting to, to, to Matt Nickerson the guy behind Basil 6 I, I don't run but again because of lockdown I was like well I'm going to start <laughs> crazy sitting in the house so I'm I'm going to start running, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm 230 pounds and I'm five foot eight. I'm not really built to run. Um, so I started running a little bit. I was kind of building up from, you know, managing to crawl a couple of, a couple <laughs> hundred meters from the front door yeah. to, um, you know, to doing a 5k and, and whatever. Uh, and then I hadn't run for, for, a, for about a month or two. And I was, this is whilst I was trial and ride on. And I was taking, um, in addition to, to, um, to the to the right on kind of formula, I was also supplementing with another um, three hundred megs of of Vaso six. So I was taking thirteen hundred megs of Vaso six every day. Um, and then I, when we got locked down again in November, I thought, right, I'm not running for a, for a couple of months now again. So be back and being able to train. I was doing weights, which I enjoyed doing. And it, gone for a, I went out for a, for a run just off the cuff thinking Christ if I couldn't even kind of get away from my front door <laughs> the first time I did it I don't have a hope in hell and I, and I went and I ran for I ran for an hour and 20 minutes and I did like um oh, 11k which is like six miles and I was like I could have kept going and I was I thought there's nothing else that I could have said was to. different within my some pretty structured you know I eat the same shit every day you know, my training fluctuates a little bit at the weekend, I relax a little bit, but that's that's all standard. So within a seven day period, that's what I do. And the only thing I could think that was different was, was ride on, you know. Um, and the <laughs> fact that I managed to go and run for a for 10k, come back, 
wasn't gassing, you know, normally I feel like I'm going to die the next day. Don't get me wrong. You know, I had a, had a lot of doms and things like that, just from, <laughs> from being relatively heavy and running. I felt like I'd been squatting and squatting and um, deadlifting or something, but, um, but I thought that's, I wonder if that was just a fluke. So two days later I went out and I did the same thing again. And I was like, that's crazy. Stop taking it completely. Cause I actually used the, the kind of beta samples that I'd been supplied from the manufacturer. So I'd stopped taking it. I thought I'm going to knock the Vaso 6 on the head entirely as well. Um, and then went for a run in January. And after 5K, I was absolutely fucked. Couldn't keep going. Flagged entirely. Um, and now that's, I'm, I've not been taking Vaso 6. Um, and I've not been taking Rhydon. So I've not been taking Vaso 6. Black ginger, the pomegranate, or the or, or the macaroon in combination. I've not been taking any of it because um, obviously I'm just waiting now until we get the to, to get the product out to market. And my endurance uh, and my recovery from kind of anaerobic exercise is is plummeted. Interesting. So now I because I remember when you mentioned it to me, you said <clears throat> you weren't sure how you wanted to pitch the dosing because you were saying like take it twice a day, and I was yeah. like that makes sense now is because it's because it again because the thing is once you put vaso six or you just put pump on the product it's uh it was kind of like um apollo when they recently announced that they're doing a testosterone booster well they're doing it's a hormone optimization supplement i was like you've got to call it a test booster like i understand that there are other benefits to it but it's difficult you if you want to communicate something in as short as possible you've got to use the word that they can connect with the best. And I think yeah. you're, you're right with the, with, but it sounds almost like it's more of a performance formula uh, and endurance. Well, if, I think, I mean, obviously with Vaso 6, the cardiovascular kind of health aspect to it. Um, you know, again, I think I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, um, of, of black ginger extract. Again, I haven't used it myself and, and it's, um, the amount of, research behind that now yeah and again with you know with kind of immune function cardiovascular health um kind of um, mitochondrial benefits and everything energy production you know it's so multifaceted that the only reason i can think that people don't use it is because it's so expensive i mean um it's about four and five times as expensive as your kind of standard kind of um patented ingredient i mean it's way up at over a thousand thousand dollars a kilo you know so it's extremely expensive oh, for the for the kind of higher standardization um if you do see it you generally see the standardization at about five percent because that's the more affordable um but again if you're using um 100 megs that's standardized to five percent you're only getting five milligrams of active ingredient there you know all the research doses are between 60 and 100 um so that's why we've gone with the 20 percent standardization and the 300 megs so you're getting the the 60 milligrams in there which is at the lower end of what's been shown to be beneficial um but then all those studies were obviously done on black ginger extract in isolation whereas we're using it in combination yeah, with yeah. the basal six the, um the pomegranate and the and the maca um but that yeah that's it's going to take a little bit of education that product i think because like you say you kind of need to put it in a category but if you put it in a category and you say yo it's a pump product but then again yeah. it's yeah it's, it's going to be at that higher price point because the dosages are so high yeah um and because the ingredients we've used i mean it's it's uh other than the um, bioprin and estrogen in there obviously 
but the kind of four main active ingredients are dosed right up, you know, at the kind of higher end. Um, you get the full, uh, you know, 2,100 milligrams of, of maca, which is, um, of lapinamax, sorry, which is, is, you know, the kind of clinical dose there as well. Um, so it's, it is almost a few different products combined into one. Um, yeah. I think so, uh, Morphogen has a supplement. I can't remember that. I think it... I think it might be morpho pump and that's kind yeah. of it's a daily blood flow product and obviously with when you improve blood flow comes many benefits such as uh, cardiovascular performance and all that stuff and i yeah. think the, the the one of the reasons he was able to do or morphogen was able to do theirs and communicate theirs so well was because they had a pump pre-workout already with volugen and so yeah. it was very clear, I think, to his consumers that or his fans that uh, Volgen was the pump pre-workout. And when he released the second pump supplement, he was able to go, well, I guess I need to know the difference because why do you have two? And I think but, he... Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And he communicated very much like you were talking about with your one. That was his point of difference with that one was that it's more of a daily thing to enhance blood flow around the clock rather than... And, and he also had that question about, um, well, what if I just take both servings with Volugen before my workout? And yeah, and said, yeah, look, you can do that. But that the point was this. So it's very much like you were saying. So I guess it's it, it, it'll be trickier because you don't necessarily have that uh, that full blown, I guess, dedicated pump pre workout yet. But uh, yeah, well, that's uh, that's the other thing. So so we have been working on something since june of last year but unfortunately the rolling the, the rolling lockdowns they, they i mean they obviously have an impact on how quickly your manufacturing partner can get samples to you and things like that as yeah. well because they were getting closed and opened and staff furloughed and staff back in and whatever so the sampling process took a lot longer than it normally would um and we actually we went down one route with it and um it was going to be impossible to get it to taste right and if this is a powdered format, so it's you know, getting a more standard, you know, powdered uh, pump pre-workout. And it just tasted like shit. And we must have gone back and forward. Um, but there's just there's, there's certain ingredients at certain dosages that no matter how hard you try or, you know, how much... Did in straight. You know, your, your, your flavouring guy's a genius. It's just like, <laughs> if it tastes like shit, it tastes like yeah. shit. Do you know what I mean? And um, so... So we had to kind of go back to the drawing board on that. And as we did, the product itself started to kind of take on a different different kind of shape entirely. And now what we have um, ready to um, bring to market, again, right on is going to be hopefully uh, next month, worst case scenario, April. Um, this powdered pump product is going to follow in May, all going well. Um, we'll be able to start kind of teasing that out soon um, but it's pretty cool and it's um, it is, it's different which I think with a pump the pump product again it's as much as it's uh, it's not you kind of straight up pre-workout category you know, there's, there's quite a, still a lot of innovation and things going on there with certain ingredients you do now seem to see brands following a certain structure um, you yeah. know leading, leading off the bat with the citrulline and and then they'll you'll get your more you know your more kind of specific pump ingredients you know people will choose their their s7 their vaso6 or mental pump or whatever else they might want to put in there you know but um 
we've kind of gone a little bit uh, out there with it. So it'll be interesting to see how it's received. Interesting. That's all I can say. Interesting. Well, like I said, you guys have put together some solid stuff. Uh, the pub category is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, I've been a fan of that one ever since uh, I think it was Ghost Pump came out with one of my favorite one right now. But um, yeah, well, it, it was it was it was great chatting to you. It was awesome to to connect finally and uh, hear all about the brand and and, and uh, what little you want to share about what's coming soon. <laughs> but uh, we can uh, we get we can end it there and. Um, Definitely uh, keep me in the loop on the on ride on. Uh, I'm excited to see that one finally come to market. Yeah, right on, right, right on should be right on should be ready and uh, ready next month. Worst case scenario, April. And the other product that we've got coming out, which isn't really a secret, um, is uh, is a more basic card product that can be stacked with level up. Um, so oh. it's a it's it's a it's an intra carb. It's literally called carb up, um, okay. and it's an intra carb cluster dextrin based, um, but the one criticism we've had from bigger guys with level up is that there's only 30 grams of carbohydrates in there. Um, and it being such an expensive product, people don't want to start using four and five scoops of level up because yeah. one, they don't need to with the other actives in there, you know, just to get the carb content to start using that. It's going to be the most expensive intro workout they've ever used in their life, you know? So we thought, what can we do about it? So that's where carb ups come in. So carb ups going to be a stackable product that you can, you know, if you want an extra scoop of carbs, two scoops of carbs, you can put that in with your level up. And if you're on a budget, it's going to come in, you know, a far, far more affordable price point. Um, so that's that's ready to rock as well. It's just um, being, being kind of sat waiting in the waiting in the wings whilst these lockdowns do their thing. So, well, you've only got what's it? What's potentially six more weeks, I believe. Six weeks, six weeks of the. Uh, if the government stick to their stick to their plan, so we'll see. Fingers crossed. Well, fingers crossed, because again, I I want to get back over there when I can. Uh, be, it, it, either way, I'm, I'm looking forward to the supplement launches. Uh, we'll definitely have to get you back on at some point. But uh, thank you for uh, taking the time and, and chatting. Nice one. Perfect. Thanks, Shane. Appreciate it.